uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. What's up? What's up, guys? Did, did the people know that uh, they were getting Dave tonight? Daddy Dave? I'm back, and I've got my first beer as a dad. It's a dad beer. Wow. Mm. With the beans <laughs> behind it. Let's go. Oh, man. People are wondering if, if uh, Little Rose is going to get his first live stream appearance tonight, but... We'll see how it goes, I guess. Um, can you hear him? I don't know. I <laughs> I heard him earlier that, before we before we went live, but now nothing. No, we're good. I don't know if now is the time to to bring him on. He's um, <laughs> he told me he told me that uh, he wasn't ready for the the big the big stage yet. So he'll get there. Well, happy to be back. Um, Monday's episode was good. Shout out to Will for filling in. All the episodes this week good. have been good. Well, I mean, they were going to tell you. They asked me to tell you first, and then they would talk with you in person. But they did feel like things went really, really well over the last week or so. I, I thought the fun and easy banter was a little too fun and easy without <laughs> me. I was like, well, this is I – don't, I don't care for how fun and easy this is right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we miss you, Dave. We need you back. Micah in the house? Oh, it's business Micah. You know, just listening to Star Shopping in a blizzard, best vibes in this bitch. Meeting up with Jimbo Wilden. <laughs> Jimbo, I, I don't know. Jimbo's his, his, his buddy with with the face tats. I think not Fisher. Some context. Shouts to Dat Boy who asked when Mike is getting a kid. I don't know. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's getting uh, a kid. I'm just gonna pick one up. Yeah, I'll cop one. It's great to be here with you guys talking about the most important sporting event in the history of mankind. Wow. The biggest game. The game, of course. The biggest the game. Biggest, the big game. The biggest stage possible. You know, KJ's, you're KJ's making me here. realize I didn't, uh, I didn't pull one piece of audio. And uh, this man, this man knows exactly what I'm talking about here. I'll try to get it by the time that we get to it. Uh, but I'm in the house. I'm also representing, uh, you know, if you vacation, like I've vacationed back in 2016, shout out to Watercolor Florida. You've got to have themed shirts for all your family vacations. You know, that's how you know you're really stepping it up in life. Did all you guys wear them at the same time? You gosh damn right. Why wouldn't I? You anyway. have to. And then, Dude, uh, I love that. I love that for your family. <laughs> I'm not reading that out loud. <laughs> it says here, oh, Micah looks fine. like he got done with a full day of Jehovah Witness bike rides. What does that mean, Micah? You'd have to ask Klein. <laughs> Klein, not bad, man. Good one. This reminds me. Your look right now reminds me of early Grand X Micah when you showed Klein. up. Klein, like. Yeah, we had no idea who you were. And you were like, yeah, I work here now. Like, uh, okay, what are you doing? Like, and he's like, and you're like, I don't really know. But you dress, you wore that like church just like that every day. Well, I, 
I, uh, you know, I, I'm getting a lot of attention on LinkedIn this week as I have officially started a new career. Uh, I think the people are excited about you can add me, come join this network on LinkedIn. We'll talk more about it at a later date. But today, uh, the fourth consecutive day of wearing a custom shirt with a monogram, I had had three empl- three fellow co-workers ask me, oh, do, are all your shirts monogrammed? Oh, no. Yes, they are, actually. I Sorry. Wow. Yes. Opera rack just doesn't fit your boy. <laughs> Although, that being said, everyone else in the office was in golf polos today and jeans with cargo pockets. So I, the days of me wearing buttoned-ups and uh, sport coats may be rapidly coming to a close. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you say with cargo pockets? There's there's some pants with cargo pant uh, pockets I've seen recently. What are you, did you? Oh, are you working for Blackwater? <laughs> into it now. I'm pretty sure Will Until wore uh, cargo painters pants into the uh, office the other day. Fairly sure. Micah, have you told him how NF that is, or not? <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, on day four, I haven't gotten that far, but it's it's. Uh, I'm very excited about the things that I'm doing. We'll tell the people more about it at a later date. But today, we're here to talk about the big game. And I do love you too, Klein. Thank you for saying that. One other uh, quick statement, but uh, major shouts out, shout out to uh, listener Justin up in Wisconsin. He sent your boy a bottle of an old fashioned Christmas. It is a wine that tastes like an old fashioned. And uh, it is from Wasso. Wow. I fucked that up. It's Wasso. Still screwed it up. Wisconsin. And uh, shit's pretty good. Little old winemaker. So, cheers. Thanks for uh, sending it to exactly one of us. Yeah, you know, you've got to be in the Discord to get uh, these, these privileges. He did send some beers Very to cool. y'all. Very I guess cool. If, okay. I, I guess, guess if we're giving, uh, I guess if we're doing free ads, I just want to shout out Four Corners Brewing Co. in Dallas, Texas. El Grito, the lager, one of my favorites. It's my first beer as a father, as you guys know. Coming in and doing this this live stream tonight after having a kid, like. It's just uh, your perspective has changed on like life and podcasts and just everything. So I, I feel like I'm going to do things a little bit differently going forward. And I'm glad Four Corners Brewing Co. can be uh, a part of the ride, part does, of the journey. So does that El wow. just hit harder now? It hits so much different. I could probably drink 15 of these. Wow. Daddy strength. Daddy strength. And not only that, I'm no longer doing exactly one beer, I will be doing exactly two beers. Oh. <laughs> Oh, breaking news! This is a major yeah. announcement. Major announcement alert! Damn! Let me go back. Can I I hear another this. major hey! announcement. Bang! It's good. Hey, this week on Mind of Micah, I did it. I got the interview with the guy that wrote that insufferable piece about moving his family from California to Austin. His name is Brett Adler. I had him on a two-part interview on Mind of Micah. The results may shock you. I think you'll really enjoy it. How's the interview going to go? Are you just going to like hand him a live grenade and, and, and run away and just see what happens? <laughs> well, the interview has been published, both part one and part two, so you'll have to check it out. Uh, we'll just say it did get a little combative, uh, but it was all in all a, a fun conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Mine did you, Mike. Did you say, uh, hey, you're a stand-up guy for coming on, a la Bill O'Reilly in 2007? No, I like... I did not do that. I should have. I think I told him that I had called him an asshole on the internet, and I appreciate him uh, <laughs> me. I, I'm also like 90% sure he didn't know uh, that I had written Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, 
all about what a jerk he was there's, before he came on the podcast. There's so, margin I I, for him having known, you're saying? Like, you're, you're pretty sure he didn't know that you wrote that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I just reached out to him at my verified Twitter account, at Michael Weiner, and uh, he was like, oh, sure, podcast, mind to Michael, let's do it. Wow, triple play. Well done. Well, let's but, plug something else real quick. Yeah, check it out. Dip tips. Oh, Dip tips, baby. Eight, we got a line. Three, three. Three, seven, one. Dip. Look at it. It's right there on your screen. It's like fucking QVC. Look at that. High level designs. In fact. Hey, somebody. Somebody's got to mute that TV. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's. Oh, parts. <laughs> turn, turn that down, buddy. A Man, lot. Head problems, huh? Sorry, buddy. I'll text him and tell him I'm sorry. I didn't know Dave said it's too loud on podcast. To hey, watch. Turn it out some more, bud. We are. There we go. You guys want to go? To, you guys want to go to the uh, the dip line real quick? Just see maybe just a random call. See what they're doing, what they're talking about on the streets. Are y'all ready? Let's go. I haven't listened to it. David sent me this about two seconds before the show started, so hopefully I don't need to cut any sides off of it. Hey KJ, what's your fucking deal, man? Jesus Christ. It's a great question. It's a horrible question, Dylan. I don't, uh, I don't envy this. We're all wondering. I, I know I wore a blue shirt, but I don't need shots fired this direction. <laughs> you don't have to tell Dylan that. Uh, what's your deal? Is a, a bad question. I, I think if anybody knows that it's probably Dorn. Everybody wants to be the man until uh, they get a taste of what it's like being the man. Dylan, this doesn't Ooh, feel good. Nice. So you're you're officially dodging the question. Is that's, that's what I'm getting here? Uh, my deal is uh, one of the Sizzle Squad just became a Faja, and uh, you know we're rolling deep in the Daddy Gang now. That that's all that's on my mind. The Daddy Gang. I think, I think that, that. Oh, that's taken. taken. Yeah, that's that is fucking taken. You're right. See, it's definitely taken. I'll work the on the branding. Padres, Padres. How about that for the dads? <laughs> we'll go we'll go uh some duolingo on them y'all ready um, to do this let's get into the we're gonna to go quick dips off the top eh? yeah i want to save the full platter later for uh the big game if you will so let's uh hit some quick tips guys uh i i almost missed this news but ncaa ncaa football is coming back were you aware of this did you see this we're back. Yep. Of all the video games in my life I played, I definitely have logged the most hours playing NCAA football. It's not saying a whole lot, not a big gamer growing up, but I, I went hard on NCAA football. But I think KJ probably had me beat. I can confidently say this is my golden tee. This is my will to freeze Tony Hawk. Like this news, we've been uh, teased with it a few times over the last seven or eight years since they last put out a game. Um, but for them to confirm that they will make a game with or without the name Im- name image likeness laws in place within without a player's union in place, that's a big step because basically that's what acts the game before. And people like me getting a check cut uh, for them putting my number on a character and making me way too fast in the game. Um, I, I can't overstate how excited I am. It was a little bit... Uh, Disheartening to realize the game is probably a year to two years out uh, at minimum, 
but that will give them enough runway to find out uh, whether or not the uh, uh, find out whether or not the names and, and players can get paid for it. What was my rating? You know this question. You knew this question was going to come. So uh, let's hear it. What was your rating? Sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> but my speed Klein, was like what, an what eighty-eight. Was your rating? <laughs> Klein, Klein uh, as a receiver, I think he told me that uh, his 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 uh, his blocking on the outside was rated like ninety nine, but <laughs> everything else was sub seventy. You need those guys out there too, man. Those guys play of course, a role, man. Yeah, you got. <laughs> you really got to set up those wide receiver screens properly. <laughs> KJ, are you going to get paid on this deal? I will not get paid on this deal. No, I don't think they will include me in the. Uh, Heisman legends of the game where they like That's add it. Bo Jackson and Robert Griffin to the game. <laughs> I can't, can't hurt to ask, you know, like most players, I think I would accept a free copy of the game at this point. Probably would have back then. Herschel Walker, Tim Looks Tebow, like Klein by, Klein by one. <laughs> I do have Klein B. He's a whole as a holder. 99. That is impressive. Um, I assume y'all played the game as far as uh, like getting into it at this point in your life. Do you see it being a factor if it came back this fall? Would you, you know, would you play it or buy it or whatever? Absolutely. Um, I talked about this a little bit on uh, Monday's episode, but I feel like the football game, like modern football video games have passed me by. They were just way too complex. I think maybe I'd pick it up. I don't know, but. I think I'll have to log some hours to, to get the hang of it and actually be competitive. So probably not for that reason. He'll start playing two months after we start playing and then, you know, just quietly be better than all of us at the game. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. No. The answer for me is quite clear. This more than anything that has happened has got me interested in buying a new console and uh, joining the world of gaming, not even watching the, the, the bros play at Verdance. Uh, none of that is interesting to me, whatever it's called. I, I don't <laughs> but the fact that it's close enough. May, thank you, Dylan. NCAA football may be on the horizon. It's it's got me, uh, you know, thinking about it. Let's let's get got, ready. Got your thumbs, got your thumbs twitching, huh? You know, I've got to, you know, it'd probably be two years before the game comes out, so that's enough time to buy uh, the new console. Start saving up. Up on the sticks, man. Good. Catch me. Catch me just running Greg Williams like all-out blitzes every time. <laughs> Aim for the head. You gotta hurt the head. You gotta kill the head. Kill the head, okay? and the body will follow. That's what it was. The body will follow. God. <laughs> uh, I will defer to you two. Whether or not, uh, or, or you three, do we want to run uh, this video room of uh, Randy's high school f- basketball coach losing his shit? I can do with or without it. Let's run it. All right. So Gary, I love Indiana, a meltdown. Yeah. Gary, Indiana lighthouse prep high school, um, home of, of Randy. I'm just going to say that's the high school he went to. And once you see the team, you'll definitely know this is the exact team he played for in high school or, or ran track for, uh, a very mundane call or no call for that matter. I think it was a, a, a walking call. And, uh, the coach does as, uh, most bad coaches will do. I haven't seen this. Uh, it's, it's worth looking at this uh, high-class buffering here. 
Oh, so this is where Randy went to high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I okay. think you can see his jersey number on the wall. This might just be an all-time <laughs> fail if I can't uh, run this. Oh, I see what's going on. So uh, we miss a walking call. <laughs> oh, There's no. one share. Hits his own he player. He Bob Knight. Oh. And I don't know if this was the same coach or a different coach, but uh, things kind of escalate. There's another one coming. Oh, no, you can't throw two. Oh, he's like, nah, dude. <laughs> The casual nature of the refs just walking up and not like de-escalating this immediately. You know, they fucked up the calls. There goes one basketball. Oh, come on. Have they ejected him yet? I don't uh, think they have. You've gotten two very chill, like single finger tees and you're out of here. Well, they're doing the, the Rashid Wallace where they do the T and then walk away so they, that he can't possibly get a second one. That's not what you do when someone does egregious behavior. You, you, you make the T signal and you get right in his face and you kick him out, eject. Then we get, I believe, the athletic director walking up in a jean vest. Again, more proof that this is where Randy went to high school, trying Wait to calm minute. down his coach. And uh, okay. soon after, I believe he gets ejected as well, but I don't think that's on this clip we have here. Um, let me just say, I don't, I don't really know where the game was. I don't know how if that was a big district game or something. But let me say, sometimes in a season, a coach has to do something, get ejected to fire the team up, light a little fire under their ass. They probably were lollygagging out there. And I don't know how it played out, but uh, I, don't, I don't condone it. But uh, I get it. Coach Nick Moore was relieved of his duties three days later. <laughs> <laughs> At least the administration did what the referees failed to do. And the program, uh, I think the athletic director had to meet with the high school state, uh, basically their UIL. The high school coach was quoted as saying, "Eh, you know, I don't condone flagrant fouls or technical fouls or my attitude that day, but uh, I probably could have handled it better. That was his apology. It's a good, it's a good apology. That's enough for me. (laughs) Probably probably right. You're probably right, sir. I wish Nick Moore uh, best of luck in his future endeavors. Randy must have been a really good player uh, assistant. <laughs> he did admit that he was a team manager for one one of uh, whatever school he went to. All no right. shame in that. That's the debut of our video segment. We're just doing so much tonight. Uh, you guys want to just jump right into SSB or SMB? Let's That's what it. we call it now. Oh, you know what? Let's do that. Smoke some bitch. Forgot we got that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, double down. This is the one that put us on the map. This is what separates us from the uh, other few uh, sports pods out there. We have the guts to talk about barbecue. <laughs> Micah, you want to take the lead on this one? Uh, not really. I'm not smoking anything this weekend. <laughs> are, are you guys smoking anything? I don't know. I got a kid place here. Place to watch the game. I don't even know where I'm watching it yet. You want to come watch it at my place with the uh, Rhodes and my parents and my wife? Yes. Are you going like, to eat daddy sodas? Depend, depends what you're smoking, Dave, honestly. What you smoking? Oh, well, you know, well, you know, first of all, got the good. Uh, but I might just <laughs> going. I might do the, uh, I might do uh, maybe a pork shoulder or something, maybe a pork buttocks. You're not doing shit. I can guarantee you're not smoking shit between now and Sunday. Ooh. I brought it up to, I brought it up to, wait, what's that mean? Because the kid. Just laying down the gauntlet. This see, this is how like you tease your your new father friends to like come back out to the bar. Oh, you're never going back out, bro. We'll never see you again, okay. bro. You're never drinking again. Mm, well, they they said that, and I already proved him wrong. 
Hi, KJ. Take, go ahead. What are you smoking? Um, you know what? I will f- commit here on this public forum. Uh, I'll bring the gift of ribs down to Austin with me on Monday. It won't make it by game time, obviously. But I think I'll lay, I'll lay down that work. Uh, I'll vacuum seal some up just to make sure people understand. You know, wow. I'm bringing the yeah. real up here in the north. And uh, Daddy Dave can throw some in the freezer, a little stowaway meal. Enough lasagna and casseroles. Hip yeah, I got a, I got a ZD in the freezer. <laughs> uh, Can't wait. It's February 4th. Dylan, have you set up your grill? Uh, I have a little electrical problem on the patio that I need to sort through before I can. Uh, it's set up, but there's no, I can't get power to it currently. It's a, kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good stuff. You want me to come take a look at it? Uh, no, no, Dave. <laughs> Thank you, though. Unless unless you're an electrician, but I don't, I don't think that you are. Show well, up with you know, a, I, an extension cable, please. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to rig it like that. I want. I want it to actually look solid, and you know, it's. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. You know, Micah was once a human power plant. <laughs> That's true. Guys, plug it right into you, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the way that sounds. Damn. I want Micah to show up with his Peloton and just, uh, you know, just spin some electricity up that way. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh, okay let's let's aside from what we're personally doing this weekend the concept of a super bowl party i have to personally state that they kind of fucking suck like i'm all for watching like a fight with friends i'm i'm down for watching like my team win the big game on a saturday with friends but the super bowl in and of itself the long commercial breaks the extended you know halftime show i feel like the pacing of the day does not set itself up for like, you know, Hey, let's, let's fucking really tie one off because you've got to go to work the next day. Usually. Yeah. That, that that's the, the problem with them is that they're on Sunday evening. So you want to let it rip, but you really can't because you know, you're going to wake up feeling like crap and you got to go to work. That's, that's the problem with them. If it was on I, a Saturday night, it'd be totally different vibe. Of course. It's, it's impossible to argue with that take. I would also say the people, and that are at the the people that aren't sports fans that are there yes. at the Super Bowl that say, "Oh, I'm just here for the commercials." Those are the people that always talk through the actual interesting commercials. I've always noticed, like no one ever just there's not like a conversation that just stops and then we we pause and we watch the commercials at full volume for four minutes. That's never happened. <laughs> talk through it and ruin even that. It's just it's. I, I'm I'm tending to agree with you. I don't know what the 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 proper number of people is for a Super Bowl. Um, I, I've been watching the Super Bowl the last two years at a, a bar on West Sixth Street uh, called Buford's, which is a terrible place. Really, I, I was about to say, of all the places in Austin, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know why we've gone there the last two years, but the highlight of both of those games, which were uh, well, especially the game two years ago, which was pretty lousy, was uh, girls losing their mind at the halftime show, uh, just dancing and and things we can't even imagine in these COVID times. It was that was fun. Um, it would be a good year to be at a bar like that. Like you know, I imagine the weekend at a bar would be you know the equivalent of being like at a Josh Abbott show, just one to one. Just nothing but fucking grinding those jeans and chinos. Um, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Um, 
the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday should be a national holiday. I'm so glad. I'm so I, you froze for a second, and it was perfectly timed. I don't. Hey, wow. man, I don't have to say it. Let me be the first to say it. it should be a freaking holiday, man. That's what this country needs I'm right just now. Playing. Dude got the take cannon out for that one. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, guys? It's. <laughs> I've already basically blocked out the day here on the home front and, and let it be known. Hey, I plan to watch, you know, start to finish every single bit of it. But I have a feeling that by the second, yeah, probably somewhere midway through the third, my interest will be so burned out from like two hours of pregame, an hour long halftime show and all that shit, all the commercials, all the social media influx, like by the fourth quarter, unless it's a within five point game, which we can get to here in a minute the Super Bowl always underwhelms like short of like the, the fucking Falcons um, Patriots a few years back. So anyhow, geez, what's uh what's that coach doing? Dan Quinn. What's that guy? Surely that guy didn't have a job anymore. Come on, Dave. Is it Dan Quinn? Yeah. I thought it was Mike Smith or whatever that other guy's name was. Was it Dan? Quinn? He was on, he was the, he was the DC or the OC, okay. wasn't he? Yeah, DC. You're right. Um, best dips. I didn't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, Micah, this list. Well, I just figured since the show is called Too Much Dip. Okay. And uh, yes. The Super Bowl is generally an event where people make dips or bring dips to a party that perhaps we should power rank some dips. And I, I these are not necessarily in any order, except the, the first two are clearly the two best dips. And the number one in all power rankings of dips is guacamole. <laughs> Um, yeah, it. I mean, it is, of course it is. <laughs> it's, it, it's not the, like the clear, the clear number one, Micah. Okay. Uh, you, just walk, you just wanted to say guacamole like that. Guacamole. It's That's loaded with healthy fats. Loaded with healthy fats that help brain development. No, right. it's good. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the best. It's just not the best. Are you more of a queso guy? Queso is superior to, to guacamole. Yes. Wow. Guacamole. Yeah, um, I like I love look I love guacamole though. I like to start the night with with uh, guacamole because it's it's lighter. Queso is a real like it's just a brick in your stomach and you don't really want to eat anything afterwards. It's it's a closer in my opinion. I might be the, the one of the rare ones that I do that I just fucking make my own nachos. Like I'll make my plate or my bowl of chips You're or whatever, a real one. and then I'll just fucking ladle whatever dips on that, and you know, sit down with my nachos and have one plate. I'm not going back for, oh, just trying to edge out some fucking seven layer here. Uh, buffalo chicken dip. I don't think it belongs in this conversation. Uh, I think it's a uh, worthy concoction, but uh, it's not something that if I see them, be like, oh shit, sound the alarms. Fucking buffalo chicken dip is here. Seven layer kind of stinks. I I agree. There is I love it. There is only one day a year the seven layer shows up. Nobody nobody brings seven layer to Christmas. Nobody. Yeah, if it's so good, why why are you making it one time a year? Yeah, nobody brings that to a dinner party. Seven layers trash. No, seven layers the change. It's a change of pace back. It doesn't. It's not your every down guy, but you need. It's your third and short. You bring it in. I don't need fucking olives at on any down. I, and I don't. Oh. Need, I just don't need it. It's, yeah, I agree. Olives, get, olives do not belong in that. Like I like olives in general, but I don't changed. like them in my dips. And I don't like muffaladas or la, muffalettas, whatever. 
Oh, um, well, you're wishing about that. Pimento I've heard cheese. Dylan does. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Slaps. <laughs> Jason, Jason's Deli. He loves Jason's Deli. J Dell? Of course. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. Look at him. Here, live and in person. I'll tell you another dip that stinks. Onion dip. Ooh. That sour cream and onion dip that either made out of uh you know out of the packet, it's trash. That, that's a that's a bad yeah. I do not it's like pretty it. tasty. It's pretty tasty, Dude. sir. Like that with a ruffle or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I mean I, I you feel like trash eating it. It's not a high quality dip, but it is very tasty. I will fuck with some cheap bean dip though. Like the Fritos bean dip. It's probably like yeah. literally nothing but like oil and fat, but I'll fuck with that. Um Comments do have a good point. Spinach dip or spinach artichoke dip. Yeah, we forgot about that one. That, that's may, that may stand on a, a fucking podium alone. Yeah, it's basically S tier with artichokes. That's that's an outstanding dip. Uh, I'm also a big fan of pimento cheese, yes. which can be made as a dip. I'm into that. And, of course, hummus, I, uh, hummus is an outstanding dip. I don't hate hummus. I, I think Dylan's been flamed in the past for this take. But I'm a hummus boy. If you get a good hummus, I love it. You know, your boy may or may not have at one point in his life been a regional salesman for a local uh, hummus company. No big deal. Uh, but I'll fuck with some hummus. If you see hummus and sliced bell peppers sitting there, you can you can enjoy that and not feel terrible about yourself after you eat them. That's why. And that's, that's why I mess with. Well, you're probably doing more than just eating appetizers. You're probably ordering pizza or having wings. Or some wings going. And, you know, it's not the day to to eat uh, queso and and uh, heavy appetizers necessarily. A little a little hummus might be something that really brings enjoyment to the group. One thing, I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. <laughs> I think one thing that people could use some guidance on, and I don't think uh, it's not on the rundown. But what is your plan or course of action for drinks for the day? Cause I think that's critical. You've got like a five hour event here and it's not necessarily always a rowdy event. So let's assume you're at a house, 10 to 15 people, you know, five to seven of them very well. There's probably three or four people you've never met and a couple, you know, associates. What, what, what are you drinking that day? And how are you going about I'm, it? I'm pretty soft on Super Bowl Sunday. Cause like I said, I, I just can't really commit to just getting annihilated on a Sunday evening like that. So I'm like a three or four beer guy paced out over, you know, four or five hours. Okay. Pretty weak. I know it's soft, but how to get it out there. It's hard to drink beer when you're eating, you know, it's one of these days where you're eating a lot of food. It's sort of the, the Thanksgiving of uh, American sports. So it's hard to sit there and drink more than three or four beers, but you also don't want to switch to liquor because you have to work on Sunday or on Monday. It's really an age old dilemma. If work wasn't a part of the equation, how would you yeah. attack it? Oh, well, that's different. That might change the whole equation. The other thing I would say is at Thanksgiving or like that, you might drink a little vino. Yeah. But if you're around other people, you probably don't want to be drinking wine. There's people elbowing you at a party. You know, this is it's domestic light beer is, is uh, an acceptable situation here. I agree with Juliet. Hey, I'll be right back. We got you. Sorry. No, all good. Go. Understandable day. Get out of here. We didn't want to talk to you anyway. Look at that. Look at that. Shout out to Randy. Three man. Three Triple way. box. All right. Well, um, 
right as Dave leaves. Anything else we want to do on Smoke Some before we kick it over to the actual game talk? And hopefully it's back by uh, Dip Picks. Uh, I'm just looking forward to those ribs that you promised us. So uh, please don't break that promise. No, I'm in on that. There's there's no uh, going back on that. I said it in public, told myself accountable. Um, Okay. Yeah, I think we've I think we've hit on everything. I think what's criminally like missing from ninety nine percent of Super Bowl parties, and usually for good reason, is like we. I think Thanksgiving's a great comp, a fucking long ass food day, too many damn people moving around. Usually a game on in the background is there aren't any sweets involved with Super Bowl Sunday usually at all, at least in the parties I've been to, and I think that would probably improve the flow of the day that I could hit some chips and dip a couple wings or a slice of pizza and then move on and be like, all right, great. Here's a fucking snickerdoodle for the fourth quarter. Yeah. Usually somebody brings brownies or something, you know? Yeah. I, I, oh, I guess that makes sense. Oh, oh he's good. There, there he is. Back. Really trash though. Uh-huh. I'm back for the moment. It's all good. Yeah. We're flexible here. All right, let's jump into the actual game. We want your takes before uh, uh, before we get too far in here. Let me uh, switch this over. I, I'll just say it. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm just saying. Anything, anything to elaborate on there? I don't want to give my my take be, or my pick because I'm afraid I'll lose a good segment of my. Of my uh, my Twitter following, oh. mainly those who went to school in Lubbock, but um, I do like Tampa Bay in this game. Okay, and that is money. That is a money line, Tampa Bay. All right. Well, you know, I'm not saying we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. You think <laughs> sorry, sorry. Getting, sorry. Uh, you think he's getting his seventh ring? No, I think he will be kicked off the team before the big game <laughs> due to. So, okay. No, yeah, he's getting his ring. He's getting his ring. Isn't that an Ariana Grande song? Okay. Okay. I <laughs> and like a future it. song. I like it. Um, Micah, your thoughts on the fact that it feels like like nothing fucking worthwhile or paying attention to has gone on this week. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about everything that's happening, but it just seems like there's nothing happening. And it might be because there isn't radio. Well, it is because there's no radio row. There's no knuckleheads. Uh, the teams aren't down there all week. They're staying at home. You would think, you know, and Tampa's already at home. It's sort of a weird week. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what this week was like during, you know, if there was typical Super Bowl media to have Tampa at home and how big a story that would have been. Instead, like, everybody's been at home for a year, so nobody cares that Tampa gets to stay home for two weeks. Plus, I don't know when Kansas City's actually traveling. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's kind of boring, truthfully. Yeah, this the barber, the Chiefs barber situation is is by far the uh, the most interesting non football related thing to happen this week. Oh, you're talking about the fact that the barber I guess tested positive or some shit. Yeah, Pat Mahomes. If, that, apparently. if, if he did, if he wasn't caught, like I believe they like stopped the mid haircut, right? Yeah. Let's say, let's say ten guys from the Chiefs test positive because of that, including Pat Mahomes. Do they push the game back? You kind of have to, don't you? The whole thing is just extremely tainted, if not. Do you it think, was almost a total disaster. Or do you think they'd bury the story? Very yeah. possible, too. Very possible. I, I would be interested to see how that plays out because I know what I would be uh, 
I know what I would prefer. I'd prefer them just to say nothing, and I'd rather not hear about it all Sunday long. And then on Monday or Tuesday, them say something. What was it? The uh, Bucks, oddly enough, the Bucks and uh, Raiders game. And the Raiders had a fullback who had a manic episode like the night before the game. I can't recall his name. It was might have been the center or the fullback. Do you recall this at all, Micah? Vaguely. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, uh, I don't remember the man's name, but. I'm, I'm struggling with his name. Maybe somebody will have it in the comments. He was the starting center, and then he just wasn't there on game day, and they just didn't really talk about it. Right. And then Monday, all the stories came out about where was the starting center yesterday, and why did the TV broadcast not mention this? And um, yeah, I think that's probably the scenario we'd have. Although, if it was Pat Mahomes, you know, you can't really pull that off. Tony Romo can't go five hours without mentioning why Pat Mahomes isn't on the sideline. Or right. Anything. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. A hypothetical, I guess. Burying the story, it probably that's probably his uh, the likely fallout from something like that happening. I would think. Or we have the Dodgers episode in the uh, World Series with Justin Turner, like they're celebrating, and then they Barrett Robbins yeah. is the name of the guy. Then they announce it like in the fourth quarter, and they, you know, the yeah, game's they in find hand. Out in, the ninth, in the like the middle of the ninth <laughs> inning, that the dude had tested positive. What is that about? And he comes back on the field after and is celebrating yeah. and hugging people's kids and all that shit. Like yeah, it's without not, a mask on. If, oh God. Yeah. These dudes, that's not going to happen. The Super Bowl can't allow that to happen. Either the NFL just doesn't touch the guy on Sundays. Uh, and if they do, if they test him at 8 AM and it doesn't come uh, until the fourth quarter, that would really be something. Uh, Ryan Woodward said Barrett Robbins is the Raiders guy, which I think that's, that's the name. Yes, that, I think that's correct. That, that sounds about right. Um, Ryan. Other than that, again, no big highlights. I personally love Radio Row, the ticket who David and I talk about all the time. They do an entire week there. A lot of good bits, a lot of good content comes out of it. But other, like, I'm not dying to see, you know, Dion and Brian Urlacher show up and, like, hawk me, like, hair supplements and erectile dysfunction medicine. You don't know. You don't need Bill Romanowski to sell uh, protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> no. there, I did a piece on mind of Micah uh, either last year or two okay. years ago about the radio row economy, like the ecosystem and how sort of players are ranked, whether they're Friday guys, Thursday guys, Wednesday guys, Tuesday guys, or Monday guys. And if a Friday guy were to show up like on Monday, he'd be the biggest star on all of radio row. But a Monday guy goes up on Friday and nobody's going to talk to him. Uh, it, it's a, an interesting, I, like I'm sort of interested in the uh, sociological aspect of who's a big enough star to get which radio interview. But that being said, the world does not miss radio row just because it's not around this, this week. We, uh, our society is no worse off for not having, uh, you know, Guillermo interviewing players on media day. True. We do have less, a Gronk, less Gronk exposure though, which is usually not a great thing. Did you believe the Gronk story? I think that's really the only funny story we've had this week that Gronk when tasked oh. with doing sprints at home during the off season, basically shot multiple videos and change shirts on one day of running sprints and would turn those videos into his trainer, like spread out over the off season. I don't believe it actually happened, but if it did, I love the commitment to the bit. It's just, yeah, that's probably just Gronk goofing a little bit, but 
uh, I would like to think that that actually happened because very funny. <laughs> All right. Last story. I think it's worth hitting before we get to dip picks. Micah mattress Mac. I'm sure there's been a mind of Micah or a read of the week written on him in the past, but someone who's lived in Houston, what's your take on old mattress Mac? See, this is the first that I'm seeing of this. I'll read from the, uh, the rundown. Mattress Mac bet 3.46 mil on Tampa, flew to Fort Collins, placed the get the bet on the DraftKings app, and flew back. Now, that's hilarious. That's a flex. I guess it's like a geo. Uh, well, it's, it, he already did this once, right? He did this with the Astros. Mm-hmm. He's done this a bunch uh, of it, uh, he had, he's It's a hedge. He, he, he breaks even no matter what happens. So it's not, it's not a huge risk for him. Is there a promotion? Yeah. That, yes. Oh, going for the other side. So basically, yeah, it was like a mattress giveaway situation. I think in the past it was if a certain team wins, like free mattresses or whatever, for a certain period of time. This year, customers who spent three thousand on mattresses, basically January one to through the Super Bowl, maybe it goes on beyond that. Uh, well, actually, it wouldn't go on beyond that because then you just show up tomorrow and you know show up Monday and spend three grand. Um, if Tampa wins, you get your money back. So that's a pretty swall or solid little uh, like push. That that's a you know Tempur-Pedic. That's a Casper mattress. Maybe it's not the hospital bed that Randy sleeps on. A lot of Randy talk today, um, but that's a sizable purchase. Mattress Max been in the news quite a bit. Like you mentioned, the Astros. I think he was also notable for uh, bringing people in during um, the most recent uh, yeah. hurricane and flood. I don't that's remember true, the name. Yeah. Yeah, Mattress Mac is like nobody is better at getting uh, local media attention, and now the the whole na- the whole nation knows about him, so it's national. But for years, he would like clockwork buy the biggest steer at the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Show. He'd spend a million dollars on it just because he knew that every TV station in town would say this steer. Look at the steer; it was bought by Mattress Mac, and he could go on and talk about. It. So he's uh, he's sort of a carnival barker. Shouts to him. And just getting on a private jet, jet, landing in Colorado, placing the bet on your app, and then flying back is an all-time flex. That's that's the best part of the whole story. This, yeah, it's, it's just a bet for the people. I mean, if the Bucks win, uh, people are getting free mattresses, and that's tight. I, I respect not, it. And all they have to do is cover. I don't think he he per, um, oh, is bet it a money cover? on it. I think he bet them okay. to cover. Even better. He's got a chance to middle this thing. Yeah. Wow. Even better. Um I do think it's a lot like the Pornhub articles that we will inevitably see on Monday or Tuesday. Pornhub is the absolute king of uh, putting out bullshit clickbait articles two, three days after the Super Bowl, talking about, you know, the only thing that I was searching was, you know, three lesbians and two midgets on Sunday. And that's the biggest search in Texas. <laughs> like, I would only search two at most. Um, the Tampa Bay thing, that's. I, I haven't seen this. Uh, the Tampa's dopey mayor said that he'd consider na- changing the name of, of the city to Tampa if they won the Super Bowl. You got to think that's not happening. I've had enough of this guy. <laughs> let's let's keep moving. All right. Well, uh, yeah. we vamped long enough. Our boy didn't make it back, but I think he's going to add his picks later. It is time. Yeah, he said he said he's done. Oh, seriously? So gross. For dip picks. There's been a lot that went down in the last week that we picked games. Obviously we did the tiger episode two weeks ago, week before that 
Dylan, you picked one of the two games right. Micah picked both of the conference championships right. Got his big boy stack wrong. Uh, the points as they stand, I believe, and this is where I've got a little bit of confusion, that I said or we agreed conference title games would be two points each and big boy stacks that week would be four or, or some additional points. Is that correct? That there were more than one point since we were only picking two games? Let's go. I believe I believe that is correct. Okay. Because if they were normal, we would have a three-way tie for first. Because they were not, Micah's in the lead with 100 points even on the year. Almost as it should be. Dylan and David tied at 98 points. I've got 97 points. Go. For those following at home, one point per game or one point per pick. Big boy stacks have been three all year. On the season, since this is our final week, let's catch everybody up on our records. David and Dylan, identical records at 80 and 79, just over 50%. I'm at 81 and 78. I think my record's a little bit off in here um, because of the national title game. And then Micah is at 89 and 73 on the year at 54%. I get you paid. You know, you're not, you're not breaking. uh, You're not going home broke in Vegas. If you're betting that heavy. So this week we figured we'd mix it up, throw in some prop bets to fill out the board. Our big boy stack will be who you believe is going to win the game against or pick against the spread Tampa or Kansas city only to start with our dip picks. Dylan. Coin toss, heads or tails. Oh, man, we're even doing coin toss. Is it heads or tails, or they do, like, each side of the coin it has, like, a team's helmet on it? Uh, That's true, but we're just going to call it, uh, will the team that's picking say, the toss yeah, the team that wins a coin toss. get okay. it correct or not? Yes or no, I okay. guess. Uh, so, I'm just, I mean, we pick teams, I'm just say, I'll say Tampa Bay. Tampa will win the toss. So, that way, if Kansas City picks... Yeah. Then they get it wrong in Tampa Bay. Okay, gotcha. That works. Right, right. Yeah. Micah. Yeah, that works. Okay, I like that. I uh, I will take the Chiefs to win the toss. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs here as well. I'm not entirely positive of who's singing the national anthem. It is Eric uh, Church. Eric Church and someone else. Okay, so there are two people. Yes. That's so a, a person I've never heard of before. Under. <laughs> So, yeah. Under a minute fifty nine. All right, yeah, I'm, I, Jasmine Sullivan is her name. To give her a little and respect, based on absolutely nothing. Who she play for? <laughs> exactly. I think she plays for. They didn't want to go hard with the Nashville country singer. Uh, only this week, probably a bad time. Um, oh, Sullivan is an R and B singer. Correct. She has. I guess Morgan Morgan Wallen was already booked for the for the weekend. I think. Yeah, they got rid of him. <laughs> He had himself a night. Uh, Micah, (laughs) over under. Uh, I think I'm going to take the over, and it's more because I think that there's going to be some instrumentation because Eric Church is a terrible singer like most Nashville performers are. So there's going to have to be like a guitar solo. There will be an intro. And I think that the R&B singer here will try and extend the Home of the Brave portion to a length that uh, pushes us over. Two minutes is, it feels like a long. Yeah, it does. I think Gaga is one of the few that went over. Um, so I'm going to take the under she, here. She's a queen though. Yeah, you know, some will say. Over under six and a half punts on the game. I will start here and I will go under. Uh, I love this Ooh. bet. I'm going hard on the under. I don't see the, the Chiefs have punted, I think, three times the entire playoffs. Um, 
I, I like the under here. I'm going to fade you guys. I'm going to gain one on you here. Going over. I just think that Tampa is so aggressive. They're going to go for it on fourth down. I just don't see a lot of punts in this game. I agree. Um, first offensive play, one of my favorite bets in the game. I did switch one up here. Runner pass for the first play of the game. Yellow. Pass. Pass. Either team, I see it being a pass. The thing is, if you take run here, you get the possibility of a, of a sack or a broken play uh, or, you know, a Mahomes scramble. I think I'm going to take run. So we're only counting something that statistically the ball crosses the uh, line of scrimmage. Yeah, I don't think a, a, a sack is like no action play, right? No blood. No, I, I, yeah, I agree with Micah here. Anything that's not doesn't include a ball crossing the line of scrimmage out of the hand of the quarterback is a run. Oh, I'll stick with pass. Micah? I, I'm, I'm running. I'm like a running back. Get it, man. I'm going pass. Quick swing pass or something. Gatorade color. I hate the Gatorade. I guarantee they put money into making sure this shows up on prop bet websites. I believe the most popular options are like red, clear, blue, purple. Are, are Orange top four. seems to Orange be the, favorite, well. the betting favorite uh, on the sites that I've seen. Although I'm going to go... Is that because I mean, it's the best flavor? Probably. I don't know. Lemon lime slaps. Oh, shit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go red here because both Kansas City and Tampa are red-colored teams. So perhaps somebody in Gatorade is thinking this will look best on camera. Um, so that's that's my pick is red. Dylan. Orange. Best flavor. Best odds. Let's go. Shout out to uh, Cucumber. Sneaky good. I'm going to go with uh, clear. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the best flavor is is the cucumber lime flavor. Far and away the best one. Pretty damn refreshing. Probably not going to be on the sideline of the Super Bowl. Okay, so this one's a little more complex. We're picking the score here? Yeah, the I think total? we pick the score because we're all so close as far as the, the season-long total. Okay. The old tiebreaker is who gets closest. So whoever's closest, whoever's closest to it. Do you want to yeah, pick total or the or the actual score? I, I don't know. I, I think Let's I think pick the score. Let's Let's stick total. with what you got. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Uh, so I will start here. I will go. Sorry, one other thing. Yeah. How about we make it whoever is closest to the final score gets three points, and no one else gets points. Fair. So this is a big. Only one, a, only one person can uh, make make any hay here. I'm gonna go 34, 27. No, twenty five. Give me some uh, fucked up number. It's never even. Micah. Give me 42-27 Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champion. Oh, shit. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Wow. Dylan. 31-24 Kansas City. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Now that we've all fucking busted our load, we'll play back to back. God damn. big. (laughs) So we've got Kansas City and Kansas City for the both of you. Not many yeah. people know that uh, the house I lived in in college, I uh, painted the walls. The only house that I've actually painted the room in which I slept. I painted those walls pewter because up until 2016, I was a diehard Tampa Bay fan. Celebrated like crazy for the 2002 Super Bowl. Was very happy with it. I abandoned them once they drafted. Fucking can't even I think we can talk about team. his name. I abandoned my team. <laughs> <laughs> I've abandoned my uh, boy. 
<laughs> Once they drafted uh, Robert Aguayo in 2016. Look down the oh, list, gosh. pick the next team that had a good draft. Miles Jack and Jalen Rams were drafted, and that's how they became a Jacks fan. We talked about this in episode one. For this weekend and this weekend only, I will be rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-day contract and retiring wow. my jersey as a Tampa Bay fan. Not because of Tom, but because of Byron Leftwich, who's the next Jaguar. Great. That's my pick. That's what I'm sticking with. Getting big. God damn. Before David left, he did mention he was going to piss off a lot of his Red Raider fans. I'm going to guess that David's leaning towards Tampa as well. We'll change it if he did not uh, stick with that. But just so that people know, David's riding with earlier Tampa. He said, yeah, earlier he said Tampa Bay wins outright. Getting big. Go. God damn. And we'll update the people on our picks Sunday morning. But uh, for those who didn't hear during the Tiger episode, I think that's when we talked about this. Loser of Dib Picks on the Year is going to wear for four episodes. Don't know if it's all circling or all, uh, what the fuck do we do here? Too, too much dip? <laughs> Almost said three different shows. Um, or what? <laughs> we'll be wearing a Cole Campbell headset mic. If it's Micah, that might take a year, a week or a month to uh, get those episodes checked off, but we'll make it happen. You know, someone sent me a, a, a an official Cole Campbell T-shirt. One of our one of our listeners. I don't. I have no idea who sent it, and it's a the size is five X. So, <laughs> could I wear that and can I wear that instead of the the Britney Spears slash Cole Campbell headset? Or I think that's acceptable. I, yeah. I think that's yeah. that's that's it's okay. It's but, the biggest T-shirt I've ever seen in my life. I, I need to see you wear that with somebody else wearing the shirt with you at the same time. It needs to be one of those okay. shots. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll get out of here. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Playoffs? What's talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Sunday night.